Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. In my home, there is a lamp of great controversy. This lamp is not a particularly ugly lamp. It's not one of those leg lamps from a Christmas story. But the mere mention of this lamp sends certain members of my family, related by marriage, into shudders and convulsions. Ellen and I received this lamp as a wedding present. But therein is the genesis of the controversy. The giver of the lamp in question never received a thank you note. It arrived in an unmarked package without attribution. We have asked several relatives if they gave us this lamp, and they all said no. We have sent out feelers to various chatty relations. If they have heard of someone who is unhappy with the Robertsons because they never received a thank you note. We took the packing slip, a packing slip listing no discernible buyer, to the retailer and asked if they could determine who purchased the item, but to no avail. So there the lamp sits, unthanked, taunting us night after night. You never sent a thank you note. Our mamas taught us to write thank you notes or face the consequences. I dimly recall a relative once telling me that a gift was not truly yours until you wrote a thank you note. Our gospel today is about saying thank you. As Jesus enters a village, ten lepers approach him. Keeping their distance, they call out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when Jesus hears them, he says to them, go and show yourselves to the priests, a legal requirement to be declared healed and re-enter normal society. So they went, but one of them turns back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrates himself, he lays himself at Jesus' feet and thanks him. Now, saying thank you is a very fine lesson. Many of us, myself included, could be more thankful. If my children say thank you, I swell with pride. But Jesus, Jesus is a bit more than mismanners this morning. I wonder if there's something more, something deeper, something else going on between Jesus and this one thankful leper. A clue can be found in the language. When Jesus first heals all ten lepers, the gospel reports that they are made clean or catharizo in the original Greek. 
It's the same kind of clean as your car is clean, or your teeth are clean, or your credit report is clean. But when the final leper returns to thank Jesus, Jesus says, get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. Sozo, which is wholeness, wellness, safety, deliverance. Sozo is the same word that the angel uses when describing the unborn Christ to the skeptical Joseph. She will bear a son, the angel says, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save Sozo, his people, from their sins. There is a profound difference then between a state of cleanliness and a state of wellness. Keeping that difference in mind, think about how you say thank you to someone. Do you say it out of obligation, out of habit, because your mama told you? Or do you say it out of gratitude, out of awareness of the blessings you receive every day, out of respect for the beautiful child of God that gave you this gift. When you say thank you to another, the relationship between you grows. When we say thank you to another, the emotional ties that bind us to each other intertwine and embrace. When we say thank you to one another, to quote Louis Armstrong, we are actually saying, I love you. That love is the difference from being clean and being well. Cleanliness is fairly easy. A little hand sanitizer, a wipe with a Clorox wipe, and we are free of the usual toxins. As a society, we are a little obsessed with cleanliness. There are some who believe that our society is too clean, and the rise of certain allergies and other 21st century ailments is partially due to our obsession with cleanliness. On the flip side, as a father of children, I am all for less germs in my life. But sterility, in and of itself, is not exactly fulfilling. Wellness, on the other hand, wellness is almost a cliche these days, but a noble pursuit nonetheless. Wellness is inherently messy. We try to be well, we try to eat well, We try to rest and exercise well. We try to calm our minds and be mindful, all on a path towards wellness. And one central aspect of that wellness is being in relationship with others. For relationship is what makes life interesting. Our relationships are what get us out of bed in the morning, sometimes literally when they climb in bed with us at 3 o'clock in the morning. Our relationships are where we find solace, where we find challenge, where we regroup after failure, and when we celebrate after achievement. Quite simply, relationship is our sozo, our salvation. This one leper, a Samaritan no less, but that's another sermon for another day. This leper who said thank you is not only free from disease, but he is now in relationship with God and Christ And his life is infinitely more than the other nine. I wonder how our lives would change if our first priority was our relationships. I wonder how society would change if our first priority was our relationships.
I wonder how our neighborhoods would change, how Mississippi would change, how our politics would change, how the world would change if our first priority was our relationships. I wonder what my life would be like if I called my family and friends and said, guess what? I love you. Some would be a little weirded out. But others, I wonder. Here's a challenge for this week. Every day, each one of us encounters healing. Our souls are healed by the intense beauty of an autumn day. Our spirits are healed by a meal shared. Our hearts are healed when a broken relationship is mended. And when we encounter such healing, give thanks. Give thanks for the God whose spirit of grace makes such healing possible. Give thanks for the power of love which can overcome any brokenness. And pay a particular attention to your relationships, how they strengthen our lives, how they provide spice and joy and meaning. Tend your relationships with God and with each other. If we do, we will not only be clean, but we will be made well. Jesus said, get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. Amen.